Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Commercial property market has changed. What you thought you would get as returns two years ago is totally different now. What you thought you had the buying power even last month or beginning of this year is totally changing now. It will continue to change. In two years' time, the buying power you have for a million dollars today will be different. What you can buy today for a million dollars, you won't be able to buy in two years' time. So is it a good time to buy commercial property? And for some people, that answer is no. For some people, it's yes. And we're still seeing a lot of aggressiveness in the market. We're still seeing people buy commercial property, but at much lower yields and much higher prices. So what should you do to find more cash flow in your commercial property? Now, the most important thing is whatever you're going to invest in, that you put yourself in the right trajectory so that you're always moving forward with your cash flow. And that is about finding the right asset managers, but also about finding more cash flow in your property and also learning how to tweak your property. So following this podcast as I detail for you how I look at different areas of property, what areas I should be tweaking and where is the cash flow coming from and what's the additional cash flow that is important to me. So you're here with Helen Tarrant and today I'm actually going to talk about more cash flow. Where do I find my cash flow, right? And the reason I want to talk about that is that we know that interest rate has gone up and that the margin in commercial property is eroding. And for the first time, we're actually seeing a lot more people going into the negative than the positive. So where do we find more cash flow? How do we find more cash flow? And where is it never before we need a strategy behind working through finding the right property for you in your commercial property journey and your portfolio? So where do we find the cash flow? Now, there's always going to be, number one, the caveat to all of this that I'm talking about, there's always going to be certain type of tenants, location, and property types that will fetch the highest the highest uh, price point, which is the lowest yield. Remember, there is an opposite effect, an inverse effect between yield and, and property price. So the higher the yield, the lower the property price. The lower the yield, the higher the property price. And that's the difference, right? So there's always, always going to be some properties that will always take out the highest price point and the lowest yield. So you cannot compare that and look at that in your portfolio because if you do that, that's wrong, right? That's absolutely wrong and you're going backwards, right? So these are properties that are potentially more like your childcare, which with really long leases, uh, your petrol stations, um, your franchises with really long leases, or there is going to be medical centers, allied health tenants that are in um, prime locations, or there's going to be like warehouses now that are selling for 5.2% yield, even though the, the, the interest rate is now higher than that in a lease stock loan, right? So it doesn't matter what uh, what you are buying, what type of property you're buying, commercial property, but it matters that you've got to take yourself away from that. So then you can focus on looking at the cash flow. So where do you find this cash flow now in this day and age? So firstly, regional is going to deliver you more cash flow than metro. But this comes to a decision. Do you want more growth in the future or do you want more cash flow? This is why it's so important. Right now, if you go to regional, I'm talking large regional towns, right? We're talking, um, let's, uh, let's go let's go the three major states in East, Eastern Seaboard. We're in Victoria, right? Areas in Victoria regional, and we're looking at areas like Barnsdale, 
uh, Warrnambool, Bendigo, Ballarat, these larger areas, we're only seeing about a six maximum 6.25, or if you're really lucky, 6.5% yield, right? So that's not huge when you're comparing that interest rates at 5.5% for commercial, and that's not high risk commercial. When you're in where you're leveraging 80% or more, you're looking at the sixes. So that's only about a 1% or sometimes less than 1% margin in that, right? So if you're in Metro Melbourne or Metro Sydney, 5.5% probably right now is probably your benchmark. If, you, if you're getting office space, it's probably a little bit higher, right? So that is uh, that is means that you will actually be neutral right now buying commercial property. If you go regional into into your large regional areas into New South Wales, we're looking at Albury, we're looking at Wagga, Dubbo, Orange, uh, and potentially further up the coast, like your Port Macquarie's, uh, like um, a Grafton, like a Coffs Harbour, if you go up up that way. What you're gonna see there is more that um, between a six, again, around a 6% is what coastal towns are tracking at, and regional inland is going to be towards that six and a half percent. So still not huge because back before COVID, these towns were doing seven plus seven and a half percent. And right now we're in that six percent zone. So very, very different. Now we're also looking at if we're in regional Queensland. So really going back into regional Queensland now actually for the first time is actually maybe giving you a little bit more than the other regional states, maybe somewhere between a quarter and a half a percent. In Townsville, you're probably going to see somewhere where you can get to a seven. In Rocky, you're probably definitely a seven to seven and a half, but the area is very, very flat. And if you want any kind of capital growth, that is not the state, that's just not the, the suburb or the area to be in. There's areas like Mackay, like an emerald, like um, potentially like your your inland into your gimpies where Nambour is where it should be doing about 8% because it's high risk and it's probably doing less right now because of the demand in the market. The demand hasn't stopped in commercial property. It has actually now become more, especially between 800 to 1.2. Now, if you're in that 2 million bracket, it gets a little bit better. You know, that $5 million bracket, it gets a little bit better after that as well. So there is, there is scope all the way. And where, where do you choose? Where do you find more cash flow? Now, my biggest advice for you when you're looking at cash flow is your finances, you've got to look at how you're going to do that. So if you need to buy your set and forget, it's got to be a three or five year lease and your three to five year lease plus that's going to give you some kind of cash flow. Now, what you one number one thing you've got to stop is the erosion of the buying power an erosion of your capital, right? And that's why you put it into property. Any kind of growth is going to sustain that and you're going to keep your cash where it is and you're going to keep the value of your cash, which is really important, right? So that's number one. Number two is that when you're looking for cash flow, go for the, if you're looking for set and forget, go for your set and forget properties and potentially with your set and forget, then look whether in in the next 12, 24, 36 months, whether there's anything you can tweak, right? If you went for a property that was multi-tenanted and it's, you know, it was a 7% and you lose a tenant or it was an eight, it could be an 8% in the future, that is actually ideal for this 
property in this kind of market, right? Because losing a tenant allows you to replace a tenant at a brand new lease with a brand new negotiation, potentially even get 5% more on your rent, or, or even if it's like a 10% more, that's brilliant, but even 5% more, right? It doesn't seem like a lot, but it, all those increments start to add, right? So losing a tenant that is small enough that doesn't impact your overall cash flow is actually where you would find more cash. And then look at more creative ways of what else can you add value, right? So obviously, if you're in mezzanine, could you build a second level? Could you do the extension? Or if you are looking at strip shops, and strip shops is one of the easiest ways to do this, is where you can tweak things by maybe adding shipping containers at the back on the lamp, maybe uh, extending out a property like so that there's more letable area, creating our fresco dining areas at the front, all of those things. And certainly with definitely with strip shops based on our experience, swapping out a tenant can be one of the biggest benefits to the mix and to the actual security of your property, right? That is almost a definite, right? So then really where the cash flow is found is in the additional cash flow you can create on the property. If you look at set and forget right now to be really secure, you really you can really, really only go up to 7%. 7% is where your secure point is. Anything above 7%, things start at levels and levels and levels of risk. When you get to your 8%, you're actually in a much more higher risk zone based on the areas you have to be in, based on the current market trends, right? So at 7%, you are at a happy level. Now, if you can mention anything above seven, or you can put your property on a trajectory where it is going to go above seven in the next two to three years, that is where you're creating wealth for yourself, right? Where you're getting, you're going to get more cash flow as the mark, as the interest rate goes up, and you are going to create more wealth as the interest rate comes down. The the what happens is that the value of your property goes up. The returns goes down because it always happens in opposite directions. That's where you start to have wealth to allow you to buy the next property and to also give you more cash flow in the pocket as well. So those things matter, right? So when you're considering buying your first commercial property and you're searching for cash flow, what you need to look at is don't look at it now. When you whatever you buy now is never going to look good in an environment where interest rates is five and a half and six percent. Look at where it could be in two to three years time, where it could be in five years time. Remember that property investment is a long term game, and that where you get to in that three or five years is really going to define your wealth. And if you want to grow your wealth, look at a way where you know you might even have some temporary losses by losing and changing a tenant, but the trajectory, as long as you're on the right trajectory, it will always pick up and you will always, always end up with more cash flow and growth, right? With your property deals, right? And if you could build in some hidden upsides, that's going to be fantastic. But look at what you can make of that property as the number one key to finding more cash flow and more growth in your property portfolio. And I know that when you look at things and I look at things, it could be very, very different. And this is why if you want someone to surround you with a professional team, you want someone to give you an expert eye over your properties, reach out to us, helentarrant.com, Unicorn Commercial Property. This is what we do. We help everyday Australians become wealthy through commercial property. Build your cash flow through commercial property. So in the meantime, if there's any other topics, anything specific, drop me a line. Uh, my email's below and uh, let's get together and talk about commercial property and how we can set you free through commercial property cash flow. So until next time, bye for now.
Hopefully this podcast has been of help to you to help you decide through the murky waters of the current market. I still think it's a good time to buy commercial property because your buying power is much higher today than it would be in 6, 12 and 24 months. I still think there is good deals to be done in the market if you know what you're looking for. I think that you should monitor the market so that when the market is changing ever so slightly or tweaking as it will as the interest rate peaks that you get in at the right time i think that you should be harnessing your your deposits and learning as much as you can and joining a community and like-minded people and get professional mentorship so that you know when to pounce and when to get into the market and how you can look at deals differently compared to other people it's because when you look at things differently the thing you look at changes so it for all those reasons reach out to me helen tarrant unicorn commercial property and let us help you build a cash flow rich portfolio through commercial property we have a market ready program that's really going to help you accelerate and put you ahead of the you've been listening to commercial property investor show tune into the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property 